Hello everybody, this is Rachel, the creator of Soulful of Sunshine podcast. I am a Virgo and a Scorpio rising, a Virgo sun, and an Aquarius moon. I am in the spiritual healing business. I'm an empath, tarot and oracle card reader, a mom, life coach, intuitive energy healer, psychic medium, and the list goes on and on. Um, The purpose of my podcast is to share my journey of my spiritual awakening. I want to share everything that I've learned, researched, experienced, and so on from the last three years, as well as telling my backstory from as early as I can remember leading up to now. If I can literally help just one person by telling my story, then I will be happy and satisfied and I will be totally fine with that. I felt extremely drawn to put myself out there for a minute now. I I thrived to be the person that I desperately needed when I started the spiritual awakening process. And I just know that I really could have used someone or an outlet or a home base, you know, to to get advice or suggestions or opinions or guidance or just somewhere to tell me that I'm not going crazy. Um, My first episode was definitely all over the place. My voice was really, really scratchy. I was sick. I'm still a little bit, but I'm almost, I'm at about 85%. But honestly, I really don't care what anyone says. All I know is that it takes guts to step out of the spiritual closet and put my personal life out there for anyone to hear. Um, I'm really confident though, that this is going to reach the people that really need to hear what I have to say and they will resonate with them in a way that is healing and powerful and yeah, all that good stuff. So today's episode is going to be about full moons, particularly the upcoming cold moon that will be happening on December 7th. It is in the sign of Gemini which is also, or the moon is also in perfect conjunction with the Mars retrograde. I could get all, I mean, I'll do a whole other podcast episode about the planets and the placements and the effects that it have on us and so on. But I'm really trying to just help everyone or give you guys tips on how to go about utilizing the energy from the full moon and things you can do to explore yourself and your potential. This, uh, this full moon in particular is really like important, I guess, or it's like the cold moon is known to have the effects on like you reflecting on yourself and your past and your life and your mistakes and your accomplishments. It focuses on slowing down and opening up. excuse me, opening up and releasing what no longer serves us, grounding yourself to the earth and living in the present moment, basically. Um, A couple of things that you can do for this full moon, well, and every full moon, but mostly this full moon, I guess in particular, some of the things I've listed or that I'm going to list. You can make moon water, You can drink it. You can water your plants with it. You can use it for rituals 
or an altar or you can bathe in it and have a cleansing bath. You can also cleanse and charge your crystals. You can meditate under it. I prefer to go outside regardless of the weather, but I've also done it in the window and it's the same, honestly. It's more about your intention. If you have the intention and it is pure and it is strong and clear, then you, I mean, you could do it anywhere. You should probably get a journal or a notebook or anything, a dry erase board, and write down a list of things that you wish to release and let go of. Or you could write a list of things that you're thankful for. You should then read it out loud to the moon. It's the best way, basically, to speak your words into existence. Because keep in mind, if you don't practice those things, all you're doing is just letting the universe basically know that you're okay with manifesting more stress, more sadness, more struggles, more negativity, more toxicity. You want to go into this with a positive mindset, even if you're not feeling that positive. Basically, you have to fake it till you make it. Or that's what I did anyways. And it seems to be working out pretty well for me. Um, if you have animals, <clears throat> excuse me, particularly cats, maybe pay attention to them. Um, did I mean, I swear to God, they know when the moon is full, their behavior gets different. Their like, whole demeanor, the way they look at you. I have a cat and I believe that he is one of my spirit totem animals. Uh, when he was a kitten, I saved his life. He was born out in the country outside and the mom abandoned them. And so I took him home and I bottle fed him ever since he was a little baby. He thinks he's seriously a person. He, he He's a big fat ass black cat. And he comes up, he gives hugs. He gives real people hugs. He'll climb up on you, put his arm, put his front paws like on both of your shoulders and then just rubs his face against yours and purrs like a crazy I don't even know but it's a beautiful thing I love him so much my kids named him meow meow don't ask me why well probably because they were little kids and they didn't really know what else to really you know call a cat but it's fitting because he meows a lot but anyways he is very important I guess to me and my full moon rituals for the fact that he will sit next to me during my rituals and he will gaze at the moon with me. And sometimes I lay on the ground. Well, obviously when it's nice outside, summertime, springtime, even fall, I'll lay on the ground and I will let him lay on me and he'll climb up on top of me and he'll purr on my chest. And then I use that as a tool to raise my vibration and heal myself as well. I ask the universe for the cat's protection, and it's a powerful thing. Um, unfortunately, I got, well, not unfortunately, I got a dog six months ago, and this cat hated, still hates this dog. I mean, I thought for sure after a while they would, they would like warm up to each other and become best friends. Well, that did not happen. Um, let's see. Not even probably two or three weeks after I got the dog, which was also just a mess, but I, I don't know. I love animals. I love everything and everybody, but 
it is what it is. Anyways, the cat didn't like her, and three weeks after I got her, I think it was she or the cat ran away and disappeared, and I didn't see him again. This was six months ago, and just last week, I, I mean, I had given up hope. I thought for sure the coyotes had gotten him or he ran away or someone, you know, gave him a new home or he was just living the wildlife. And I went outside last week to go walk to my car and I thought I was going crazy. I heard a cat meowing and I was like, oh my God, that sounds like meow meow. And I turn around and sure as shit, six months missing he comes trotting up through the yard like nothing ever even happened he's not even a black cat anymore he had so much dust just covered in him he looked like he had lived in a like a, a dungeon <laughs> I don't know what he ate I don't know where he was I don't know how he survived or how he found his way back home but man I tell you like I fell to my knees and I sobbed and I just oh it gets me choked up just thinking about it I love that cat and I feel truly that that cat was brought into my life for healing me. I got the cat when I had just moved out of my kid's dad's house. You know, we ended things. I was at rock bottom like I, you know, discussed a little bit briefly in the first episode. But I think that animals are spiritual beings that are probably more woke than we will ever be as humans. Just their, their whole, they're very sensitive to energy. They're very smart, intelligent beings. I think maybe I was honestly a cat in a last life. I'm not really sure. But anywho, back to the full moon. Um, I'm going to basically just kind of like guide you along what I do, like to the T almost, just in hopes to give someone else some tips or suggestions or, you know, ideas to try if what they have been trying hasn't been working. Every full moon has different healing, you know, healing capabilities, energies, the planets affect that as well. So for this particular cold moon in December, it's the last full moon of the year. I usually prepare everything that I need like material wise in advance if I can I mean being a mom of four it's it's never a dull moment and it's always chaos and I never have like I can't even go pee by myself to be honest with you like but if I by chance get lucky and have like a spare hour I will get all of my my stuff in order my rituals usually last anywhere from I mean it can be as little as 10 minutes but usually it's like between 30 minutes to an hour, maybe more, depending on how what kind of mood I'm in, if my kids are asleep soundly. Um, but when I do the rituals outside, I have to set an alarm clock because I have fallen asleep outside like more times than I would like to admit <laughs> meditating. And I do not recommend that. Um, two of the times... I woke up laying on the ground and I was covered from fucking head to toe in mosquito bites. I felt like I had bugs crawling all over me. It was not a pleasant experience, but I just had to laugh at myself because I'm like, oh, you dumbass. <laughs> like, of course you would fall asleep. I don't even think I made it through five minutes of my guided meditation that I was listening to. 
And then another time I fell asleep, hunched over in my chair, and I woke up and my neck was so goddamn stiff, I thought I was like paralyzed for a minute. It took me a couple minutes to come to, and once again, I was covered in bug bites because for some reason they like, they think I'm sweet or something. I don't know. But okay, so the, or the materials that I try to prepare in advance are I grab an item for each of the four elements. So, you know, fire, earth, air, what is it? Fire, earth, air, and water. Am I forgetting one? Am I messing it up? I don't know. For fire, I usually use a candle or I just consider the fire that I have that is being the element representation. For earth, I typically use crystals. I usually choose anywhere from like three to six, no more than 10 um, that I like focus on. Like, I mean, I have a shit ton of crystals, but I like intuitively I'll sit down and I'll look at them all and I just shut my eyes and I let it, I just let my creativity flow, my imagination wander. And I just ask myself, which crystals will best benefit me for this upcoming month that I need to, you know, work with and put my intentions into. For the air element, I usually either use incense or a feather. Um, feathers are symbolic to me because when I first awoke or when I first experiencing it, I would find feathers randomly, like, like beautiful ones, you know, like feathers that I don't know. I never used to be a feather or a bird person, but ever since I have woken up, I collect every single feather that I've ever found and I keep it on my altar and they're sacred to me. So pretty much anything that you do with a ritual or energy work, you want it to be special to you and unique and meaningful and, you know, make it authentic, make it you. It doesn't have to be these particular things. It can be literally anything. Google is your friend. Um, for the water element, I usually use just a glass of water, um, or a seashell or try to think of what else. Sand can use anything. And then I, choose whatever tarot or oracle decks that I feel drawn to. Usually I try to like slim it down to maybe mm, anywhere between three and five maybe. And then I get my sage or palo santo, either one, usually sage though. I usually use my palo santo before my readings and to cleanse and purify that air. And I grab my journal and a pen or a pencil and my earbuds. I don't use them all the time, but I like to have them just in case, like, ready to go. So I'm not digging through shit trying to last minute panic. I use my bell or a sound bowl. And then whatever essential oils or herbs that I feel drawn to. Um, for herbs, I, I make my own sage bundles and I like during the summertime I'll plant all of my herbs and then you can literally make your own bundles you I mean it's the easiest freaking thing ever you just pull them out of the pot hang them upside down let them dry out grab a freaking string 
tie it around it tightly and bam, there you go. It is like, it's perfect. It's not like altered with anything. It is natural. You created it, which makes it even more unique and more special. You can add essential oils to your herbs. Um, I've done that before and it smells beautiful. I would be careful though, because some smells do not go well with other smells and you know, when I got eaten alive by mosquitoes, I think that I must have like fucked up something there. I don't know. Like they were attracted to it for some reason. You will also need a lighter. And if the weather permits, I always go outside to do my ritual. I have a small fire or a big fire, I guess, really. Some I made a little fire pit and I, you know, handpicked out each of the what are they called? River rocks. And I made my little thing. And so it's, you know, unique and special to me. If I don't feel like going all the way out my backyard to do it there, then I just have a little fire pit up on my deck. That works just as fine. But I've also done it inside in literally a freaking clay flower pot. And just make sure if you do do it inside, make sure that your container that you're going to use is, you know, not going to burn your house down. <clears throat> so, yeah, either way, inside or outside, you can use a metal bowl, anything. So that way you can add your herbs or whatever else you are planning to burn. I begin my ritual by ringing my bell or I use the sound bowl and I'll ding it once to get the vibration. Just so, just so that basically I... <sighs> It lets my brain know that it's time to do the ritual and it's time to shut out every outside noise, every outside thought, any distraction. That is like my key, like, ding, okay, like time to get with the program, tap in. And then I call out to my higher self, my spirit guides, my ancestors, but only the ones that, that are of a high vibration of love and light and the ancestors that have my best interest at heart. And I call upon any angels that could also assist me with connecting to the divine and the beautiful, powerful feminine moon and the spirit, you know, universe, whatever you want to call it. I then acknowledge the four elements that I included in my ceremony. And then I will write down my intention on well, intention, bleh, intentions down on a piece of paper. Sometimes I do it before I start my ritual, but sometimes I'll wait until I'm like in in it and I just let the words flow. Typically, I'll write it in like a list form of things and people that I'm grateful for on one piece of paper. And then on a separate piece of paper, I'll write a list of things that I wish to let go of and release into the earth and then I read what I wrote out loud. It's the best way to speak your words into existence. Like I said, it just, it's, it's most important to feel what you're saying. Be authentic. I know I've said that already, but I cannot stress it enough. Like the universe is a magical thing and the more real and raw and true to yourself that you are and the more like deep you get the better outcome you will get I promise you that so after I start my fire I read out my papers 
and then I light it on fire. You can also, I've done this before too, you can also bury it in the earth outside anywhere in your backyard or you can, what is the other thing? You can burn it, you can bury it, you can keep it and just tuck it away and then come back um, like on the next full moon and reevaluate and then you can burn it then or you can keep it. I like to burn mine just because I think that it it just resonates with me. I don't know why, but I just feel like that's just what I have to do or what I want to do because when it's burning, I basically imagine the words that I wrote just swirling away into little ashes, you know, and it absorbs in to the wind and then it sends off into the universe. And while it's burning, I will sit and imagine what it feels like to receive the things that I'm asking for. And I show gratitude as if it's already a done thing. That is like a huge, important step. You have to tell tell the universe that you thank and you show gratitude and that you are appreciative of the good things that are coming. But if you state it in a way that as if it's already a done thing, it's like it speeds up the process because it makes the universe think, oh, okay, like they're doing good. They're they're ready for more. They're ready for the gifts. They're ready for the healing. They're ready to level up. And it's just, yeah, fast forward you a little bit. And if you need to cry, cry. If you need to listen to music to focus, listen to music. I mean, I listen to seriously everything. Sometimes I think it honestly depends on what sign the full moon is in because every sign affects your personality and your, you know, your soul differently. I mean, I will listen to everything from, from guided meditations to, um, activation sounds to, you know, Juice World, Young Boy, Janis Joplin, Morgan Wallen, like, you, literally, you name it, I I listen to it all. Um, sometimes I even sit in silence and I just listen to the noises in the nature, like, you know, the wind blowing or in the summertime, like the cicadas or the crickets or anything, just, just whatever's out there. You know, I listen to the fire crackling. It's a beautiful thing. Even if honestly the universe even if you think that the universe doesn't hear you and that you're just wasting your time, are you really wasting your time? Like there's nothing wrong with a little bit of self-love and taking a step back and enjoying mother earth and nature and just being outside. There's something seriously just magical about sitting outside by yourself and just breathing, living, being in the present that also goes with this full moon in particular. Living in the present is something that we all need to work on, I think. It's hard to do. Like, I mean, I'm no professional. I have no room to talk. I know I need to work on it more. It's a lot easier said than done. But living in the present, it it's healing in itself. I mean, you can worry about the future all you want. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to get you anywhere quicker. Or you can sit there and wallow in your past. But where's that going to get you? Nowhere but just deeper in a hole of your own sadness, basically. And that's not the way that we are intended to live our life. But that's just my opinion. 
anyways, so when I'm done with the crying, if I got to cry, listening to music, if I want to do that or guided meditations also, I mean, there's a ton of guided meditations on, you know, Spotify or, um, oh, what's that one app? Insight something. I'll, I'll look it up and I'll put it in the notes or YouTube. I've done it all and I, I resonate with a lot of different, um, people that do, you know, the content for that kind of stuff. You just got to find what sounds right to you. But when I'm done with that, I will light my sage. Okay, so let me stop here. So that's like that part of the ritual. And then afterwards, I usually have my crystals like up on my deck closer because I don't want to lose them in the yard. I'll bring out my 10 favorite ones that I want to work with. And I will set those next to me for this whole ritual. But then I will go back and light my sage, which I forgot to add to. Sometimes I light sage before I start my ritual as well, just to kind of clear the energy. But honestly, I feel like I'm not like I don't have time, but I just forget sometimes. And I'm just like, I'm in it. I'm ready. I'm going in and I just start and that's okay either way. But I light my sage or the Palo Santo and I wave it over each and every one of my crystals. And I say out loud that this sage or Palo Santo is cleansing, excuse me, cleansing and recharging my crystal back to the original state that it was once first. um, How do you, I can't remember what the hell I say, like word wise. Basically, you just want it to go back to the, um, oh my gosh, why can I not think of the word I'm trying to think of? Like it's original form. You know what I'm trying to say. So I ask that the full moon infuses the crystals after I've cleansed them. I ask to infuse them with my intention of choice for the upcoming month. It's important to be specific. So for example, my, um, my amethyst, I, I've never really been drawn to any other crystal like I have with amethyst. Well, I guess amethyst and uh, black tourmaline and citrine. Those are the three crystals that just call to me. I don't know why, but oh, and apothalite. Love it. Anyways, I will say, um, you know, full moon, I call upon thee and your feminine magical powers and the divine, the universe, the masculine sun. I call upon all of your powers to infuse this crystal in my hand with the power of assisting me with connecting to spirit this month. I would like to manifest that anytime I use this crystal, I will easily connect with grace and ease and no discomfort. And I will receive the guidance and the messages and the information and the healing that I seek from this little crystal right here. You know, so mote it be, so mote it be, so mote it be. And then if I did one for black tourmaline, I would say the same thing. And then I would say, you know, universe, please infuse this black tourmaline crystal with the utmost protective, fierce, you know, strong ass crystal to protect me, protect my energy, protect my bubble, protect my I mean, anything, my children, my family, my dog, my cat, 
whatever you want it to protect because black crystals are protection crystals and grounding crystals as well. For citrine, if I did that one, I citrine's kind of like it's like my go-to crystal. I have used it before to um I've used it as a energy amplifier or purifier. I've used it for protection if I didn't have my black crystal with me at that time. I've used it for um like my chakras and I'd say more apotholite than citrine, but I have used citrine for that before. If you go to Google and you I mean if you see a crystal, if you stumble across one, if you're interested in one, look it up. Like you would be surprised the healing properties that they all have. And once again, intention is everything. If you put an intention on it, it's probably going to work. It may not seem like it at first, but I promise you it will. So I suggest that maybe you pick, I don't know, five crystals and then put a specific intention on each one of those. And you, afterwards, you thank the moon and the universe for assisting you. And don't forget about the crystal jewelry I can't talk tonight. Jewelry that you wear. I personally am not crazy on jewelry, but I love my rings. They, I mean, right now, I always, always, always have on my black tourmaline, a garnet, an amethyst, two citrine, a multivite, and, and what is the other one? And a moonstone. Love them. Love them. Love them. I also take my rings off and I do the whole sage, palo santo, intention, um, do all of that for my jewelry as well. It's really important to do that. And what is next? I also, after that, when I'm done with the crystals, I will ask the universe to activate any new codes that are ready and prepared by the universe to um, basically absorb into my DNA and to please make it graceful because the universe can be a little rough with the side effects. Um, Then I thank the universe for all of the good in my life as well as the bad because I think it's honestly just as important to accept the bad, acknowledge the bad, release the bad because if you don't do that and if you only fake it till you make it and talk about the good stuff, you're not going to level up. You're not going to like truly heal because in order to bring that shadow, that ego, that darkness, you have to bring it to the light and you have to expose it and digest it and then release it. And I mean, I think that's like a huge important step in the spiritual awakening process. It's it's rough. It can be brutal and it can, it can be very freeing and very uplifting and very healing. So it may get ugly. It may be rough. You may shed tears, but think of the good that's going to come of it. I then close my ritual with one more thank you and three more so mote it bees or, and so it is. And then I ring the bell, uh, one last time, or I use my sound bowl once more. It is extremely important to open and close your ritual. Basically, how a spirit is supposed to know if you aren't clear or like structured, I guess, 
doing rituals are not only good for your own well-being, <clears throat> gosh, excuse me, well-being, but they're also a great way to build your connection with spirit. If you commit and make a habit out of doing your rituals, big or small, like every full moon, the universe will then know that it's their turn and their time and their, you know, I guess their attention to tune in and connect with you because basically, and that goes, that goes for, I mean, your higher self, your spirit guides, your ascended masters, like all of it. They're basically just there. I mean, I imagine it like they're in the same room as you in the corner and they're like a little kid, you know, and they're all excited, like, ooh, ooh, pick me, pick me, like I'm right here. And then when you acknowledge them or you get a structure or schedule going, they know like, ooh, we're, we're allowed to tap our shoulder right now. We're, we're allowed to speak up and, you know, step in and help. And so they get all excited, like a little kid raising their hand, wanting to be picked. That's how I envision it being. So, anywho, when I am finished with my, god damn, when I'm finished with my ritual, I clean all my shit up, minus the crystals and the moon water. I leave those out all night to soak up the energy from the moon or the window, either one. As for moon water, some people say that you're not supposed to use plastic, that you're only supposed to use glass. Well, I've done both and they both work just fine. Like, I swear to God, I water my plants with the moon water, and I shit you not, it makes a difference. Like, I mean, if you want to call bullshit, try it, and you'll be amazed. Like, for real. Um, then I make sure my fire is completely out, and then I thank the universe one last time. And then for the rest of the night, I, like, because I usually I go to bed right after, but I just continue trying to think about the good that is to come and I show appreciation and I think of it like from a deep place. I mean, I, I like put everything in it. I concentrate so hard on just pretending or telling myself like it's already a done thing and I have what I want and I'm so happy and life is so good and it works for me. I hope it works for you too. But some intentions that I wrote down that you could maybe try this full moon, the cold moon in Gemini, would be to possibly ask this radiant full moon to beam down through your crown chakra, connecting you to the divine, and then ask that it continue to swirl down through your other chakras in your body all the way down through the bottom of your feet. And doing that will unclog, unblock, cleanse, heal, and reboot your chakras as well as your soul. When you, basically what I do, I sit out there and I imagine a bright ass light like beaming down from the moon, like shooting straight down into the top of my head. And then I imagine it going all the way down through my body. And then I imagine uh, roots coming out of the bottom of my feet. And then just like a tree roots, I would imagine the roots like going deeper and deeper and spreading and getting bigger and just going, going, going all the way down to the core of the earth. Doing that, in my opinion, it it gives your 
you're stagnant, you're blocked, you're clogged energy, somewhere to go. And mother nature, that's, I mean, she's a mother. She takes the pain away. She is there to help you, help you. And she has the power to transmute or like to basically transform that energy that's broken and damaged into new energy and puts it right back out in the, you know, into the world for you. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know, but it works for me. Um, You could also just set a simple intention for the full moon to cleanse your soul and heal what is broken inside of you. You could ask it to release any traumas, both old and new, from this lifetime as well as past lifetimes. Um, The traumas from past lives, it has a very odd way of tying together into your uh, current lifetime. Um, it could hold you back from your potential. It could prevent you from true happiness. It could create a huge fear, like look on life, I guess. It could be very freeing to do that. You could also ask to have the moon assist you to open the gates of your own healing powers so that you can communicate with your higher self or any other higher vibrational beings that have your best interest at heart. You could ask to release any and all stagnant energy that is negatively affecting your vibration. Or you could ask to allow you to live in the present more. You could ask to receive clarity and guidance when you seek it for this next month to come until the next full moon. And then you throw in a so mode it be three times or an and so it is three times. Then thank you universe. Thank you feminine moon. Thank you masculine sun. Thank you higher self. Thank you spirit guides. Thank you angels. Thank you ascended masters. Thank you spirit, the divine God, Gaia, heaven, whatever you want to call it. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So my challenge for you this full moon is... I would maybe do, or just try like two or three of the things I'm going to list. Try gazing at the moon, preferably outside, but inside is okay too. Take 10 deep breaths and just focus on your breathing and nothing else. Don't, don't think about anything. Focus on in through your nose as much oxygen as you can. Hold it for a second or two. Slowly release it out of your mouth. And breathe out as much air as you possibly can, like until your like stomach, like, you know, because by doing that, it releases toxins from your body. It releases trauma. It releases any kind of basically like stuck energy and the oxygen is just, it's so good for you. It'll make you feel so much better if anything, or you could relax your mind, excuse me. Relax your mind and then imagine the roots coming out of the bottom of your feet, like I said earlier, connecting you to the earth and the universe. You could write down and then say out loud to the moon five things that you're grateful for. Or you could write down a list and say out loud five things that you wish to release. And you could also make a promise to yourself and to the moon as your witness that this month you will make an effort to be more present. I cannot stress it enough, you guys. Being present is everything. It's it's the most freeing and chain-breaking and cycle-breaking everything. You, 
you fall in love with yourself and life and the universe and all of just the beauty that we live in that we like ignore, I guess, when we're stuck in toxicity. You could also make an effort to let go of some of the things that lower your vibration. You'd like sit down and like really think about the things that lower your vibration, make a list of it. Once again, burn it, keep it, bury it, whatever. Speak it out loud though and say it with some oomph. You could do a kind deed for a stranger with zero expectation of having it returned. Um, you could help a homeless person by, you know, giving them $5 or ask them what they need. I mean, maybe they'll be honest with you. I don't know. But either way, you could help. You could buy the coffee for the person behind you at Starbucks. Or you could give someone a heartfelt compliment, like out of true sincerity. And I think, but even doing literally two of those things, it's a, it's a step. It's a first step. You're not ever going to change your life until you stand up on your feet and you take that leap. And I promise you, you will not regret it. So that is our episode about the cold moon. Thank you so much for tuning in. I cannot wait for the launch of my website. You will, um, you'll soon be able to book an appointment with me. Shoot me an email if you have any suggestions for future topics or if you have any other questions about my story so far. I hope that everyone has a safe, happy full moon experience and that you all have time to reflect and release and manifest the things that you want and you desire. And I love you all. Until next time.